Hello, I am Dr. Brandy Bowling, your triple board certified pediatrician, adult psychiatrist, and child and adolescent psychiatrist. I am also an ADHD expert, a mommy friend, a school liaison, author of the best-selling book, Shine, Understanding ADHD So Your Child Can Be a Star, and host of the Facebook live stream, Focus on It Friday. You can find me at Dr. Brandy B, that's D-R-B-R-A-N-D-I-B, on all social media platforms. Or you can call my office, which is 205-948-7129. It is my goal that all children and adults will be successful and that they will shine in the classroom and in life. Is there anything specifically you want me to ask you? I mean, if you, if you want to talk about the the history of Jewish people in Birmingham, we can you can just ask me about my grandparents. Right. Yeah. Is there anything you don't want me to ask you? Uh, no, I'm an open book. Um. Cool. Tell me a joke. Are we starting? <laughs> Is this it? Is this we going out? Well, so since I'm in the promo space, uh, I, I wrote two terrible jokes that have to do with promo products. So first, what happens when you drop a promo product in the ocean? What? It goes swag surfing. <laughs> I swag. I surf. I swag. I surf. Amplify Marketing was born during the COVID pandemic of 2020, seeing a need for a marketing firm that could pivot and adjust quickly to keep up with the fast-paced change encountered by many businesses during the first few months of the pandemic. Our CEO, Nadav Raviv, took his five-plus years of industry knowledge, his firm relationships with his vendors, and the blessing and support of his family, friends, and peers, and formed Amplify Marketing Solutions to assist his clients. He recently partnered with GBS, a wonderful organization out of Ohio. Nadav Tell me a joke. Well, I got two of them, if that's okay with you. So, you know, because... You got two more, because the first one is going to play already. Oh, well, then I'll so, tell the, I'll yeah, tell the second the one. Second I, one I'm now. on the second one. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, why did the 16-ounce tumbler become a 20-ounce tumbler? Why? He got a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> That really ain't bad for the I fact know, that you wrote your old jokes. <laughs> what do you get when a chicken lays its eggs at the top of a hill? Egg roll. You got <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, I knew mommy too much. <laughs> That's so awesome. Now, um, I want you to tell me your story, right? Like... We met and became the closest of friends, and and we have um, relied on each other to be honest and you know to to the heart from from the moment we met. We just been aces, right? 
but I don't know shit about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't I don't know your story and like I want to know your story. I want to know, you know, where did you go to school and like you know what was it like growing up being, you know, of the Jewish faith here in Birmingham and like, you know, um you've invited me to 16th Street um church for the um for the um Holocaust Memorial Education. Education, yeah. So like we're close, but like I don't I don't know your story. You know what I mean? I do. And I would love to know your story. Sure. You know, it's funny because you always call and ask me the hard questions. Yeah. But we you you want to know now where where all that's coming <laughs> from. Where these coming from. Very true. Um so yeah, I mean I I was born and raised in Mountain Brook, Alabama, so kind of insulated to a Jewish culture. However, if you've seen the news in the past two or three years, being Jewish in Mountain Brook, and even though it's little Jerusalem, quote unquote, that ain't it for yeah. real. I mean, you know, there's a lot of anti-Semitism, but it's more low key. You know, they keep it. They And I'm not saying everybody in Mountain Brook or Hoover or wherever, you know, these stories are coming from <clears throat> are, you know, anti-Semitic. But, you know, there are there are undertones. I mean. We're still in the South, and I mean, there's anti-Semitism everywhere. Let's be honest. There's there's hate everywhere, and it's stupid, and it's becoming you know uglier and uglier. And there's, I don't really know what's what the catalyst is. You know, a lot of people blame you know Trump and and the, the, that side of things, but I mean, stuff was getting bad before Trump, mm-hmm. and it was ramping up. And I think it's because people just don't listen to each other, don't talk, and. Being Jewish and the person that I am, I love that I'm that person who the one Jewish person that you meet or the first Jewish person or the only Jewish person you know. I like to be that kind of ambassador because I can get along with just about anybody. I mean, I you know, I used to joke with my friends. I could go out and hang out in Vincent next to a campfire and, you know, uh, you know, just throw drinking bush light. And the next minute I'm downtown at the vault hanging out with you. You but know? I mean, but t- take it back, like sure. Um, each school, like, were you the jock? Were you the geek? <laughs> Was it the Jewish club? <laughs> you yeah. know, like I want to know. I want to know all that little stuff. Gotcha, you know what I mean? Gotcha. So I was never really in the Jewish club. So uh-huh. that's another reason, probably, why I can transition so well. Uh-huh. Um, I had a very diverse group of friends. Um, I started at like the Jewish day school. My mom was actually okay. the director of the school. Oh, okay. Uh, she had an eighth grade to keep me there another year because I was the first kid ever suspended and I was suspended twice. <laughs> we didn't even. Oh, have, no. Oh, we're yeah. not glossing over oh, that. No, suspended no. Hold for on what? now. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to know. I was the class for... clown. Yeah. I, had, I remember one time I, I put a pencil under the door after the teacher had kicked me out. I'm just waving it around and everybody in the class is laughing. And I get kicked out. I, I said, she, the, my rabbi, he was actually my rabbi's class, go to your mom's office. So I hid in the bathroom all day. <laughs> and when I got home, she said, Nadav, I understand you're supposed to come see me. And I said, wait, 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 wait. How can you be my principal at home if you're not my mom at school? That no, did, you didn't. That did not go over well. That did not go over well. Three months How later, was when I was kid? done being grounded. <laughs> I was that kind of kid with yeah. my mom, and it made it worse. You know, know what I'm oh, saying? We yeah. would, When we come with this yeah. logic, like, we're smarter than our mom. You was, know what I'm saying? It was the oh, soap, dude. and then it was the belt. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 
And so then you went to high school where? Indian Springs. Okay. So, uh, you know, went over there. You know, I played soccer, so that was kind of my thing. And yeah. uh, real great community. But, again, it, you know, my graduated class is 60 people. I played club soccer somewhere else. So I was friends with, like, the Shades Valley, the John Carrolls, the Mountain Brooks. We didn't really have like a huge like party school. I mean, yeah. it was, but it wasn't. Yeah. And so I would go and hang out with other people, and gotcha. that was that was my thing. I mean, that's probably why I'm so. Why, like I said, why I can transition to any group at any time yeah. and, and just be cool with everybody. I mean, yeah. You know, just love everybody and learn to learn to love people and see who they are and know that whatever they're projecting now isn't always what they're projecting and, and take, take people, you know, with a grain of salt, but accept them, you know, yeah. until they screw up. And then what then is your, <laughs> what is your first favorite, fondest, funniest, whatever memory of me? And then I'm going to tell you mine of you. Ooh. Well, I mean, the first one that pops into mind is obviously me not recognizing you at the, at the <laughs> I took a picture of some dude who was bald and beautiful, and I thought it was you, and it wasn't. <laughs> that was so funny. That was hilarious. Now, my um, my fondest memories, I'll have to go plural. Dude, like every week we would meet up in VIP at the furnace and that was our <laughs> and that was just our thing man yeah. like every week we were there saluting each other drinking yep. having a good time and I think that's where we got just really really close yep. then you fast forward to I take that back I'll say that was my second fondest my 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 fondest memory is when you called me and you checked me on um, Louis Farrakhan. Yep, like, remember that. I knew then that we we were friends, friends. Right. Like, I I knew you looked at me like I looked at you. Let me say it that way, because I knew how much I loved you. Right. But like, I I just loved the fact that you called me and you said, "Man, we got to talk as friends." You know that that hurts me, and like it 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 was just a that moment changed me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you checked me. I was like, but no, 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 and you went down the line, and I just man, I just appreciate you instead of saying, man, fuck him, he just like everybody else, <laughs> calling me and educating me. And ever since then, I have tried to be more thoughtful of my words and, and how I view things. Not that I completely have changed my mind on anything right. or everything, but it is, you know, coexist, man. Yep. Like, and love your Maybe brother. Maybe have a new perspective and have, on the yeah, same thing, though. You on know the I mean? same thing. Talk and the then I but, and then I buttered you up with some uh, some green tomatoes. Yeah, Fried green tomatoes. I remember that every day. Are we allowed to go outside? Can I come bring these to your house. Man. I don't know. <laughs> and then I grew tomatoes yep. for um, COVID, and he came and wiped me out. <laughs> just, the, just the green ones, though. Just the green ones, so I can feed them. Now, I I gotta go one place. Um, that I usually don't go because this is really about you. 
but I want to know about your grandparents. Yeah, so because how they made you. You know right. what I mean? They, Formed they sure. yeah. So um come from a very good stock of family. Um, yeah. you know, my grandmother and grandfather were both very uh entrepreneurial and very uh enacting of change in mm. our in our community. Uh my grandfather was uh a medic in the in the in World War II. He was a dentist, uh fought in the Battle of the Bulge or <laughs> fought people's teeth in the Battle of the Bulge. Um, but, uh, you know, came back, graduated uh, from dental school at the University of Tennessee. He actually recruited for Tennessee. First black quarterback in the SEC, uh, Connor Tallway. Wow. Who was, he actually found a letter after he had passed that um, was a, a letter of inquiry from the NCAA. Why would a black quarterback of this caliber not play at Alabama under Bear Bryant? Well, mm-hmm. that's an easy story because he wouldn't have a black quarterback. Well, he, you know, pressures – even though he has that great story with USC, still a lot of pressure not to have somebody quarterback in a yeah. team. That's quarterback. A quarterback in a team, making those decisions. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, thankfully, you know, Tennessee got him. Um, he also uh, recruited his cousin. And, I mean, it's, that story's even cool because the, um, uh, Condridge's mom, he wanted, Condridge wanted to play for, like, the, the Toronto uh, Blue Jays or something in baseball. Mm-hmm. He was a really good baseball player. Mom wanted him to get an education, so she was on Team Papa Chink, and that, that was my grandfather, Papa Chink. You know, he had a name, you know, Chink, whatever, because he used to squint his eyes. That's what they called him <laughs> back in the day, and it just stuck. So yeah. sorry, 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 but that was his nickname. Yeah. Um. So you know, finding out all these stories after he had passed, he integrated the dental community here in Birmingham. Oh wow! He had an office that was just off of like I don't know, uh, maybe twenty second. And just coming over the hill, you know, right, right there. And uh, he would um, work on patients all day, close the shop, go home and eat dinner, come back and open it up for, for African-American patients. Wow. Right. So then he would also have meetings at his house with other white dentists saying, look, it's changing. And we're going to have to start working on African-American patients. Some of them would get up and leave wow. my grandmother's house, my grandfather's house. My grandmother... She wasn't far from that. Started, you know, she helped bring FEMA. She started the Holocaust Education Center. She uh, started the Jewish uh, Federation and had a hand in the Jewish Day School. Then, you know, passing all both of those, uh, the uh, Holocaust Education Center. My mom was the executive director interim. Uh, she was the director of the Jewish Day School. And then you got my dad on the other side, who is salt of the earth. One of the first Israeli fighter pilots in Israel, 12 years old, watching the Egyptians bomb Tel Aviv, saying, I want to do something about that one day. Joins the Cub Cadets when he's 15, flying gliders, becomes a pilot. I think it's like 173rd pilot in the you know Israeli Air Force. Comes over here, 33 cents in his pocket, eating crackers and ketchup sandwiches, ketchup soup, the whole nine yards, working at a cobbler, um, putting himself through school. If somebody had left their shoes, he would take them if it was, you know, left for too long because he didn't have shoes. Mm. So that's the kind of, I mean, that's the stock I come from. And you come from people like that, you don't have a choice. You have to, you have to walk that line and just be that legacy. I mean, you don't have to, but man, 
I want to. And especially because I was the first kid ever suspended, <laughs> I really got to ramp things up. So, I mean, I'm on, I'm on nonprofit boards. You know that I work with, yeah. with the mayor and, and, and Chaz and, and those guys and Gino and, and uh, Cornell. And I, I love Birmingham. I, I am Birmingham. I'm a champion of the city. I want to see it succeed. Hold on. Just the hold same on. As you. Wait, wait, okay, hold okay, on. Okay, okay. No, I'm no. ahead of myself. No, you're not. <laughs> I at least give me the honor of yeah. asking the question, <laughs> okay. what makes you so Birmingham? Well, born and raised here. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I was actually in Sacramento, California. I took a job out there managing door-to-door teams, marketing teams, which really taught me a lot about the grind and how to, like, how to have a good day, even though you're having a really, really bad one. And I saw Symphony in the Park and literally in tears. I'm like... I got to get back home. This this place is changing. It's becoming 21st century. It's becoming like the Denver's, the Nashville's, the Charlotte's, the Austin's of the world. We're not there yet. We're in that trajectory. So I knew I had to get back. I knew I had to get back to this place and just help as much as I could and, and enact change and be a part of the community and, you know, immediately joining nonprofit boards and just just ramping that up. Um, if you could go back in time, pick an age, tell me what that age is and tell, tell us what that advice you would give him that younger you. See, that's a tough one because I, 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 I tell myself today, I wouldn't change a single thing that I've ever done. I grew from where I was and as low as I went to as high as I've been and keep climbing every day. So I really can't answer that, to be honest with you, because I am happy with who I am right now, and I would never be this person had I not gone through what I've been through. We bring it Thursdays back to Birmingham. So come kick it with me for happy hour on Thursdays at The Vault. Located at 1920 3rd Avenue North, Happy Hour kicks off at 5 o'clock with Gentleman Jack and Redmont Vodka Drink Specials. Hosted by your boy, The Vest, and Chris Shepard. Sponsored by Urbanham.com. Vendors, over more information, call Demetrius Carr at 205-240-9442. I live in no regrets. I feel you on that. But you're going to answer the motherfucking question. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say change. Yeah. Shit. Okay. All right. I said pick an age. Go back and give him some advice. Well. um, Because it might be, hey, keep the path. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, my college years were were very illuminating. I was, you know, not the best kid still. Still Mm -hmm. doing things that my parents and my community wouldn't be proud of. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not proud of. Um, But, you know, I... Through that, I found my way. So yeah, I mean, if you want to say keep Shit, the I'm path, the king of that club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I mean, I, you know, it may have been at the furnace. Yeah, you know what I mean, you dig. managing the station till five a.m. in the morning, whatever it was. You know, I fucking forgot that. Yeah, no, now I reminded you. Damn it, <laughs> that man. You know, man, that's right. I be doggone. I'm still. When's I'm still the last time Sam? you talking? Talk to those guys. Man, I'm, I'm I, talking about um, 
Corey. Oh, uh, and Adam's a client. Adam, of mine. Adam really? Yeah, I talk to Adam all the time. Uh, Mitch uh, still around. Get I out. see Chris around every now and then. Mitch was a client for a minute and a half. Tell them I say hello. I sure will. And, and you and, know, Sam, Sam, Sam stays with me. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I know. Guy. Of course, I keep up with That's Sam. That's my boy. Um, got some questions for you. Fire away. What's your first of all? What's your favorite charity? So, um. I, right now, I'm I'm fully involved with Glenwood uh, Autism. I love I love them. I love their story, and I actually had a uh, kind of a, an awakening with them. Um, was buying some donuts for a client up at uh, up in Gardendale. Um, you know, every I'll, I'll go to the gym, buy donuts for my clients, go home, take a shower, and then go to, go to our meeting. Right, mm-hmm. leave the donuts in the car. Well, the lady uh, behind the counter says to me, uh, "What?" kind of donuts i said just whatever assorted she says my daughter can't have assorted she has to have a specific one and she says she has autism and i said oh really that i'm on the board at glenwood and she goes i thought i recognized you i saw you on tv promoting uh, Mm. night of the big top and um glenwood helped me realize that my daughter had autism they ran the test and put her put her on the spectrum and now because i know how to deal with her I can have a job. So it kind of went full circle for me. And if I get a little bit, oh, that's because it, it, I, I'm passionate about everything that I do. That's how I live my life. If I'm not passionate about it, why even do it? So just do things that you're passionate about. But when I realized that this little girl is getting help, her mom can now work. I can buy donuts for my clients. My clients are happy. And then it's full circle. And I'm like, that's cool because you don't always get to see the fruits of your labor, right? Um, so that's good. And then also the Alabama Holocaust Education Center. We just built a new beautiful building. Um, so with my grandmother and grandmother, I'm sorry, my grandmother and my, my mother being a part of that, you know, with this new space and, and really like one of the cool parts about about Holocaust education is realizing how similar it was to the Civil Rights Movement. A lot of people don't even know that the laws, the Jim Crow laws, are what Hitler adopted. He took those laws. You can't go in this park. You can't drink from this water. You can't shop at that building. You can't work on that patient. That's where it all started. Hate is hate is hate. And, you know, he had a roadmap, unfortunately, from our friends down here in the South. Or not our friends, but you know what I mean? From from our people down here in the South. So... Um, we did it. We had an exhibit called the Trajanstadt exhibit. It was a uh, uh, that was the model camp where they took the you know the the uh, Red Cross to show up. We're not treating the Jews bad, you know. Like they're fed, they're happy. They got clothes on. They got a nice jacket on, you know, whatever. And then as soon as they leave, they kill those those kids. And they um, the kids had uh, hit, written like uh, or done artwork, and they hid it in the walls. And when the concept, when the camp was liberated, they found all that artwork. So the Civil Rights Institute had a exhibit that cohabitated with with the Civil Rights Movement. So we had a, a, a Therese and Stott spot, the Holocaust, you know, education part, and we also had the Civil Rights, and we had kids from you know all over Alabama, and some of them didn't even know that the Holocaust existed. You know, it happened. It's a paragraph in a book, and that doesn't do justice. All right. You, God, boy, he be moving funny. Because you done brought up a subject, and now we absolutely have to talk Let's about talk it. Let's talk about it. That's why I'm here. Um, 
the competition of pain. Um, African-Americans don't want to see their history lost. The same applies to people of the Jewish faith and others. Where does that line lie? Because I'm struggling with, I too am like, why the fuck we got to talk about all that shit all the time? Yep. But then, hold on, we got to talk about some of it because lest it be repeated. Right. Then, because people only have so much bandwidth, now, my pain is more important than your pain and more significant. Right. And now we are throwing stuff at each other. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It's not. What are your thoughts on that? So it's actually funny you say that. I literally had the same conversation earlier today, probably a few hours ago. Um, you know, Then it was we, meant to be repeated yeah, and oh, put yeah. into posterity. <laughs> you got that right. So, you know, it's it's it's. Resting on our laurels of why the city can't progress, but we are progressing. But you need to know the past. You have to know the past, like you said, so you don't repeat it. You need to learn the lessons from it, but you don't have to bring it up in every conversation. Um, there was a there was a an event that I was trying to bring to the city of Birmingham, and unfortunately, every time I tried to do something, it was let's put it into the civil rights. Why? It's a mm -hmm. concert. It's mm -hmm. just music. Mm -hmm. Let the music bring everybody together. Mm -hmm. Why can't we just have an event and not bring it back to black and white and yellow and whatever? But I'm just saying, like, it hurts me to know that there are children today that still doubt or, or never even heard of the Holocaust. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it need it it needs to be recognized. Sure. But does that lie in the hands of churches and synagogues and museums or should it be in the school? And if it's in the school, how should it be taught because I don't want my children to learn about the civil rights um struggle at the expense of my friend's child who is sitting there feeling ostracized. Right. Like, is our is our community capable? <laughs> I right now? I, no. I, I don't think so. Because we're being torn apart by the smallest things. Yeah, man. You know, I mean like like gender reassignment. I mean, if somebody wants to be gay, let them be gay. Who cares? Yeah, you know. But we I have to make a huge you know issue. With that. You know. Well, yeah. No, I mean, because see, here's my thing. In fairness to me, I don't like PDA between monogamous people. Well, I didn't say I, I didn't say PDA. I never said that. All yeah. I said was, if somebody wants to have a closed bedroom with another man or another. Well, woman, when you say transgender, my my closed, you know. <laughs> Alabama black man mind immediately goes to cross-dressing and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, can't we keep all that kind of stuff at home? Like, I sure. don't want, 
I don't want Pete. I just don't like Pete. It yeah. makes me uncomfortable. I think sex should be discussed at home. Sure. I'm one of those old conservative people. No, and, th- and that's fine. But I'm saying, like, the fact that we have to highlight this, that, the other, it 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 detracts from what we're trying to do. Just come together as a people. You know, I mean, one of the one of the coolest things I've ever heard is when an astronaut goes to space, he looks at the world and he's like, what the hell are we fighting about? Oh, man, yeah. You know what I mean? A border? A border? Like a, an imaginary line? that makes us alike than that which man, separates us. Man, we're all people, and more. we all came from, I mean, if you're religious, we all came from God. Right. One God. And, that, you know, that's it. Or whatever, multiple gods, who cares? But we're all still here on the same planet. Right. So just do the damn thing and be nice to each other. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You believe in one God, but you were willing to say, or oh, multiple gods, because you love people and I you're don't like, care. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying yeah. that we there has to be some way for people to behave how we do. Like we have our beliefs, we respect each other's beliefs, and most importantly, we know that the other's beliefs ain't got nothing to hurt us. Like there's nothing that you believe in. Yeah. That's set to hurt me. Right. And right. vice versa. So yeah. I don't know. But anyway, back to the questions. <laughs> we gonna we gonna circle all the way back. The reason I asked for your charities is if you don't answer one of these questions, you have to make a donation to your charity. But done. You know, <laughs> I already do. They're easy. <laughs> they're easy. Let's start with Alabama or Auburn. Roll Tide, baby. Birmingham Legion or Birmingham Stallions? Legion. Birmingham Barons or Birmingham Squadron? Barons all the way. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Ooh, I like Sloss. All right. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? I like animals. (laughs) Biggie or Tupac? Oh, man. Ah. Tupac. But, I mean, it's not bad. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Protective. Michael Jackson or Prince? Mike. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Railroad Park. Regions Park or Rickwood Field? Regions. I'm biased. My my homeboy's uh, janitorial company cleans it. All right. So, that's my spot. (laughs) iPhone or Android? iPhone. I got so many green text uh, comments from my friends. I had to change. In fact, somebody said it the other day. Oh, you're finally blue? I'm like, I've been blue for three years. Stop. What's your zodiac sign, man? Aquarius, but I don't now, know if I believe in that stuff. What do I don't I don't know. It's just curious. Like, yeah. what does Aquarius? I do? carry water around. I mean, I got <laughs> I, I got a cup right here. I'm carrying water all over the place. That's a, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm thirsty. I guess. But it's just neat when when all of this. I was about to ask this question, but I already know. Ask it anyway. I want to know. But I'm gonna let you elaborate on it. All as right. a matter of fact. I know that you are not just a cook. You are a hardcore <laughs> foodie. Now, we're going to take a time out. Tell people where they can find you on social media. Because I'm telling you, you you find his Instagram and you're going to see some good stuff. Yeah, just at promo never sleeps. I mean, 
Where is it on my? It's probably <laughs> on my back. I don't know. I got I got my hashtag everywhere, but uh, at Promo Never Sleeps on IG, that's the best place to add me. Um, now, how did you get into food? So, to, is you know how did what Mama's was that? Boy. Okay, Mama's okay. boy. I mean, my grandmother. I I, took, I started pickling. I'm like, what am I do? I'm pickling, <laughs> but I, she made the best pickled green tomatoes. Yeah, which, you know. Yeah, that's why I stole them from your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. And I'm going to grow just, some more, too. I'll let let's you know. go. Yeah. Man, I mean, she left me this recipe that's fire. And she made these mint brownies that are, like, world famous in oh, Birmingham, wow. Alabama. Um, but, like, my mom, just being around my mom, and, hey, I'm sorry, mom, I hate to say this, but I can outcook the heck out of you now. <laughs> I mean, you know, she, yeah, I, you I, throw love down. I love it. I'm man. still waiting on my invitation to it's the open. dinner party. It's I know, but, Friendsgiving, you know, too. I know, I know, but I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I wanted you and Sam and me and like just we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it. it out. Now, before I let you get out of here, man, um, you have been a serial entrepreneur just as long and as much as I have, right? Um tell me briefly about that journey and Impart some advice on someone who might be thinking about traveling in your shoes. Sure. Um, it really started when I was, I think, like seven. I had my first company, Squeaky Clean Car Wash Company. Yeah. Going around and ruining people's cars. Yeah. You know? From, <laughs> the, you from wash about it? midway down. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we got this. it, but there's soap suds still on it. Where the car's actually dirtier than we started. But you're yeah. welcome. Where's my $30? That's right. And I used your hose and your bucket <laughs> and, and your, your soap. water, all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it started there. And, uh, you know, I really I, I got I had a construction company for a little while, about six years. That was kind of cool. Then I started in the promo. I was bartending and stuff like that, trying to find my way. Got started in the promotional marketing world um, with a local company here. Got an opportunity to work in NASCAR. And so, like, I kind of moonlight on the side. Dude. <laughs> we could have a whole show about where, that. Not, <laughs> where did that come from? Like, yeah. one day you were just, like, in the fucking um, – Pits. Pits. Yeah. I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> but I mean, you just like me, is no telling yeah, where you end yeah. up. Yeah. So uh, a buddy of mine um, uh, is a Golden Flake, uh, you know, family okay. uh, member, and he he wanted to invest in NASCAR. I just left my promotional, my first promotional product company, and he calls me up. His name's Landon. He calls me up. He said, Nadav, you're, you, you love marketing. You know NASCAR really well. And you're unemployed. You want to come work for me? I'm like, man, yeah, I guess. So I started <laughs> working for him. I told him I'd give him to the start of the season. And then he got me what's called a hard card, or our, our, our all-access team pass. And that was it. I mean, hook, line, and sinker. And then finding out the the what, what a NASCAR employee and partnerships really mean. And that, that has really fo- uh, formed me to how I operate even in my promotional marketing world and in my everyday life. When you when you partner in NASCAR, you're basically buying into the country club. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a quick example. This past weekend, we had advanced material handling on our car. They have forklifts. Our main sponsor is a sponsor called Forever Lawn. They do artificial turf. You can't pick up artificial turf by hand, so you need a forklift. forklift. Right. So now I got them connected. The advance was a promo company, a promo client of mine. I said, listen, we can start selling your forklifts. You buy into the program, and then now you're a la carte whenever they open a new dealership. But I'm also going to introduce you to 
a logistics company that's going to save you on the freight when you have to ship those um, those forklifts. So we're, we're going this and that and the other. And then, you know, I'm taking them to the suites uh, in Atlanta Motor Speedway and introducing them to Alsco, who has warehouses all over the country who but need mechanics and let stuff. Let me ask you a question, yep. and let's keep it real. When you started to where you are now, your understanding of that entire process and how the hello is going to end up here. Yep. How did you get to the point where you could do this and you could sell it? Yeah. And you could partner it because you understand it. It's not just about going and buying a bunch of bottles, right. scraping this off, that's nothing. slapping this no, on. That's and nothing. Right. So a lot of people say the logo on the car. Oh, I can't see. You know, they're going around 200 miles an hour. I can't see the logo of the car. That ain't it. You're buying in this country club. And if you understand relationships, that's what it is. It's all relationships. That's why me and you are friends. That's why I'm sitting here right now because I'm not afraid to talk to people. You know, you, you, you never know. You know, like, uh, I don't know if it was JFK or whoever they said, you know, you, you talk to the president of the company like you talk to the janitor. Because right. you never know who the janitor's best friends are or what he's going through or whatever, whatever. I was telling the story earlier, you know, when I first sat down um, watching the Super Bowl and everybody's slipping and sliding. So I text my Forever Lawn guys because they just did all the, like, Cleveland Browns. They did the sports, the, the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. I text uh, them and I said, hey, we need to get this field. It's State Farm Field in, in Scottsdale, Arizona. I mean, I'm in Alabama. I'm in Birmingham. Who do I know? Boom. Light goes off. The ex-president, Eric Moses, of the track in Nashville, who's actually the first black president of a track in NASCAR, which is huge, obviously, you know, especially with the bubble wall stuff, Wow. Um, is now the CEO of the Fiesta Bowl. And I text him. I said, hey, is it cool we talk turf? And he says, let's go. So I had a... Just a 20-minute conversation shooting the shit with a dude. Like, super cool guy. So now I've but got a that friend. understanding. Yeah. Dude, just, <laughs> just being clear, transparent, honest. What so I, my when motto, his need arises, yeah. he's going to call you. That's right. And Period. My, 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 my motto is treat people like you want to be treated, only better, and don't expect anything back. If it comes back, Gucci. If it doesn't, so what? Move on. What's, what's, what does it hurt? A five-second conversation. You know That's what I mean? That's right. That is so right. Man, I am, um, I love you. I am, um, I'm thankful for you. You know, I'm, I'm appreciative of our friendship. Um, it's, it's been tested. Sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and it's true. And I just, I just, I love you. And I just can't thank you enough love for you joining too, us, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, i360news, and urbanham.com. God bless. This podcast is being brought to you by Leftover Energy, LLC. I am service. I am uplift.